So congratulations are in due because a Megan got engaged this weekend. <laughs> oh, finally? Yeah. I mean, been it's a, been a while. Been a long time, you know, probably a long time coming. Should have happened, you know, maybe I mean, uh, a, a while ago. Definitely. But, really? Yeah. After no everyone, I think, around her was getting engaged, it would probably make sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. So congratulations to uh, to Meghan Markle and, and <laughs> Prince Harry. Uh, got engaged last week. And, uh, you know, I think... I think it's been due time. <laughs> you're gonna really. You're probably gonna pay for that joke. Yeah, real bad. Well, she never listens. So oh, I mean, okay, true. If uh, for our listeners who don't know, uh, Megan is also the name of Brian's girlfriend. Yeah, that's uh, gonna come up the grapevine and bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I can't wait. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this brand new episode of Pop Not Soda. Um, we have a, a fantastic little episode for you today. Um, Dan, you've got like a therapy voice in you uh, right do it do i you and know your what npr voice today uh yeah it's a little whisper talking here on uh, pop not sound. <laughs> uh sorry um uh, i'm still recovering because i left my job this week and my ex co-workers took me out yesterday and i am in pain yeah and it so, was a good departure yeah. brian and i have not had too good yeah. of departures <laughs> from that <laughs> if you've been listening yes. to us since the beginning all three of us used to work for the same company and now none of us do yeah, and uh, that going away was good for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much whiskey, but uh, um, it was good. Uh, so I apologize if I sound a little bit more NPR-ish, and um, that probably won't last it's as uh, the there's, a, there's a topic that Brett and I will probably fight over later in this episode that you'll want to stick around for. Those um, always get interesting. Because I legitimately <laughs> may punch Brett in the face. Um, but yes, yeah, so thank you for joining us. I think this is our 99th because Brett miscounted again, and it, this is actually not our 100th episode. Oh, okay. Damn, you get really tasty well, when you are hungover. I hope you know that. Okay. Yeah, I talk like this. Sorry. Uh, Can we just be like a an aging uh, single divorcee and just continue <laughs> to stay on 99? Yeah, we'll just be on 99 forever. Okay. Yeah. It, That's it's like, uh, You'll never know what actually episode uh, we're on. Uh, but we've got a great episode. We're going to be talking about the uh, upcoming movie that comes out this weekend, uh, which is The Disaster Artist. Um, movie which, about a movie? It's a movie based on a book. That's about a movie. Yeah. Uh, so if you... Um, yeah, sit on that. Yeah, yeah. And, and just, uh, you know, chew, chew on that and for a bit. And we lose every listener for about a minute <laughs> yeah. as they figure that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we are going to be talking about more Hollywood scandals. And I just feel like this is just going to be the trend for... Is this for... one Hollywood, though? Is this yeah. technically Hollywood? Because I think he has crossed the the line of journalist into TV personality when you do things like the Winter Olympics and like Sharknado, Sharknado, Sharknado for sure. Like you're now a celebrity and you're in Hollywood. Okay. Um, And uh, if you don't know who that is, you want to stick around and find out who else is assaulting women. Because hint, something's gonna, something else is gonna come up too. Yeah. As we're recording this, Dan's gonna get a tweet about someone else. So, Uh, and you know. Disney decided to do some things this week. It's not like they don't have enough going on this month already or with Star Wars coming out in about a week and a half, but they decided to also drop the Avengers Infinity War trailer, yep. yeah, finally. which is just three Bye. minutes of glory, uh, and it's paramount to 10 years of filmmaking. And so we're going to talk reactions, what this means for Marvel, 
uh, how we feel about the trailer. And this is going to um, be a different reaction than it usually is for Pop Yeah, that, so I may not actually have to punch <laughs> Brett in the face is what <laughs> he's trying to say. Uh, but first, as, as Brian stated, Prince Harry? Yeah, engaged. Yeah. Never thought it would happen. Yeah. Because I didn't think anyone would ever love a ginger like that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're part of the royal family, it doesn't matter what you look like. I mean, let's get real. Their father bagged i mean princess diana she and oh he, true he, and he was and he wasn't necessarily a looker you know no the dad looks like the devil have you ever the dad <laughs> now? what the um his dad What's um prince charles's dad william prince charles no it's is it charles is it charles okay yeah, yeah charles william is the older brother yeah. sorry about that yeah, yeah. i'm i don't give a william shit and you're not up on your on yeah. the royal uh, family major, you yeah, watch yeah. that wedding my, my monarchs no uh but yeah like uh the dad looks like the devil or the grandpa um the king prince oh, who's charles been dead for, wait no the 90 year old guy he yeah. just celebrated with 90 year there is no king it's only yeah. been queen elizabeth for for like 40 years right. but who is she married to isn't nobody she nobody who is the dude with the baggy eyes? That's why eyes? she's the queen. I, are you just talking about like a oh butler? Oh my god, I'm going to find this guy. No, it's, is it Charles? Okay, we're going to look at her, her son. son. Her son is Charles. Who's like 60 something. And he was married to Diana. Yes. yes. No, but who is the older looking dude that's just walking around? Like the uncle? Probably. Oh my god. No, we're going to look this up. We're going <laughs> to Sorry to digress. No. So he got hey, engaged to yeah, short short round's gonna look this up. Quit watching Sling Blade and uh, <laughs> get on it. Yeah, so he got engaged though to surprisingly an American, which I just found out from you dun, guys dun, before dun. we yeah, which shakes some waves. Do you think in the family? I would absolutely say so. Uh, well, what's shaking the waves more, Brian? The fact that she's American, or the fact that uh, the British press called her quote. Mixed race, end quote. As someone who is mixed race and American. I would, uh, yes, absolutely say <laughs> that uh, it's the fact that she is uh, not your stereotypical, I would say, selection uh, f- to join the royal family, in, in their opinion, or through history. <laughs> you could also uh, make that argument. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Prince Harry was already the wild child, um, you know, not only was he's was he a ginger and an outcast since the day that he was born, uh, but he has just taken on that persona of the bad boy of the family, the black sheep, if you if you would, ginger uh, sheep. You know, big partier, uh, and uh, I th- I think it's great and just kind of a a middle finger to you know probably some of his family members. Uh, like I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm gonna you know marry who I want. And uh, you know, good on good on Meghan Markle to uh, to just s- slide, slide right, right in, in there. Yep, yep. Just, d- <laughs> just yeah, just Harry Potter snake right up in that. Yep. yep. So yeah, and I uh, crack research team did just get back to us. It is Prince Philip who is married to Queen Elizabeth. Prince Philip, she is married, and the guy she is, is still alive. Yeah. How long have you know uh, what I haven't have watched season four of The Crown yet? <laughs> so it's, he's the Duke of Edinburgh or Edinburgh, Edinburgh. All of our Brit uh, listeners are going nuts right now. But he's the guy that looks like the devil. Look, I'll show you right here. Oh shit! Totally looks like the devil. That does kind of look like what the devil would look like. I would, what have you seen, the devil, Brett? What? 
when have you seen in, the devil? Like in your dreams? Every like movie iteration or Does he come theatrical play iter what? No, I'm just saying like how he's always portrayed. It looks like Prince Philip. Anyway, though, so this guy, so Harry, <laughs> so this guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, back so, to this motherfucker. Uh, out of the three of us, the one that actually works at the radio station, that's uh, you're chilling it there. I'm this right on air presence, yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, Harry, yes. He's engaged. She's on suits. That's what we're talking about. She's on suits. Uh, yes. She won't be for much longer because no. apparently they have already written her out. Really? Her and her uh, TV husband, Mike Ross. Does um, she do any more acting after this? No. no why would you? No. Okay. I mean, maybe she wants to. It's her passion. The fucking duchess of whatever the fuck they're going to call her is not going to be on cable TV. Or, let's be real. like She's gone from America. Yeah. She's never... <laughs> live in America for the rest of her life. Do you think George Washington would be upset? No. George Washington? <laughs> he was <about> French. <laughs> an American marrying into the into the royal family? Yeah. No. Cause he was all about that, man. Yeah, he's, he would Not turn Not the isolationist. Her, fucking infiltrate the family <laughs> as a spy, and, you know, everything's No, war's won. The war's won. We don't need spies. The war's never won, Dan. <laughs> uh I will say it is funny that uh, that my, the guy that plays Mike Ross, her t- television husband on Suits, uh, when it was announced that she was engaged to Prince Harry, all he he uh, tweeted out was, uh, she went out to get milk and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So, um, like, does... Okay, in the grand scheme of things, does when she marries him, if he dies first, is she still royalty? Yes. Yeah. She That's is. That's how that works. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That's, That's why you give her the title. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is all making a lot of sense, guys. You guys have studied this? No. No. Just common knowledge? I mean... That I just don't know about? Brian just really loved Princess Di. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, that's how he knows. Source uh, object. Yeah. 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 Um, well, other than, you know, the royal family in Britain, an- another, uh, I guess, uh, royal royalty out here in the United States... I just global actually. We're not covering the Kardashians. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're not royalty. Uh, but no, royalty is, uh, you know, Disney, this giant fucking corporation that's gonna rule the earth. Um, they've been making moves. Yeah, Certainly I have. mean, swinging that big Disney D around, and <laughs> Mickey I don't know just swinging that big D around. I, and I don't know about you guys, but uh. When I first heard that Disney was buying Marvel Comics and Marvel Studios, I was really worried. I thought that they were going to turn all the Marvel superheroes that they had the rights to super kitty. I thought they just wanted them so they could put the characters in their parts and screw over what, like, Sits Flads for some reason? Like, because of the universe, like, somehow they have Spider-Man and Hulk. I'm still confused about that. <laughs> um, I, I was worried. I had no faith back in 2007 when I no heard. faith. Well, you because had, you had no faith that Disney was going to fuck. Okay, this up. but but look at like the the adult movies that Disney had made to that point. Um, I already I don't even know. Well, I mean, are we talking about the movies that are branded under Disney yes, that are adult movies? Not Touchstone. Okay, I'm not talking about okay because they like Disney would never uh put themselves with a movie like i think like one of the first pg-13 movies they ever made was pirates of the caribbean mm. classic so you're telling me that like i had to sit through fucking jack sparrow as like tony stark for ever i would shoot myself like i was worried okay and 
I did. I was. I was wrong. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, except except you ask Brett because Brett just hates all these superhero movies. Well, I mean, like, the, okay, so like when Disney, when it comes to Disney stuff, Disney hasn't. Disney always does like cookie cutter stuff. Um, that's but they do it right. But they do it right. But I mean, they've had subsidiaries that have done really well in like adult films. Yeah, Miramax, like things. But that's like what I'm that. saying. Like, yeah. it wasn't the fact that they were going to put this under Miramax or Touchstone or whatever. This was Disney owned. a Disney branded film. Okay. And that's made you a little weary. Yeah. Yeah. This trailer. Okay. Oh, so uh, the the Infinity War trailer. Yeah. Let's jump right into it. I, Just cannonball. What happens right to the tease? I mean, we teased it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brett is actually just so yeah, Brett's just so excited <laughs> now. Brett's just so excited. I'm gonna now hijack this. This is like go. the first no, because I mean, this is the first movie that I've seen in a long time in that franchise that actually gets me excited to watch it. I told you guys before we went on the air, like, holy crap, man! I actually kind of want to see this movie now. And why is that? It just looks really well done. I don't know if it's the whether they've been inspired from like the Thor Ragnarok kind of take of things, where they're going like the somewhat hokey b-movie route of 80s and and stuff like that or if that's influences i don't know it just looks a lot better than what i've seen in the past what's the last marvel movie you watched oh i've seen them all like i've seen age of ultron um yeah civil we know war. we have a two-hour episode about how <laughs> you and i were yelling yeah civil war have not seen thor okay. ragnarok um okay. yeah but it's civil war i'd say was the most recent the one most I've recent seen. one you've seen yeah Fair. It is also a fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did see Ant Man, but that's that's the most recent one I've seen. But that's not in the. But that was before. Yeah, that's it. Like in Captain the order America, of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which I liked. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, was good. who doesn't like Paul Rudd? Yeah, Michael Pena is hilarious. Michael oh, Pena yes. did. Is he going to be in any of the Avengers movies? Uh, <laughs> hope so. Yes. That would be great. No, he is. Really? He's in Avengers Four. No crap. Because that'll take place after the Ant Man and Wasp. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they okay. Lo- they released a list of supporting characters that were going to be in like or supporting actors who had to film for Avengers Four. Yeah, he's one of them. I think what what's kind of getting and and this may be me just being hopeful, but I mean what I think it's getting back to is we're not going to dedicate just a lot of very very segmented parts to each each and every character. This is just one whole story now everything's finally like glued itself together and now we can just move forward with a story that involves everyone we don't have to like always look at everyone and that's one thing i really have to give you know marvel and disney credit for uh with this run is that they listen to fans and critics you know so to your point People were like, yeah, I don't need to see Hawkeye's fucking backstory and family. That shit is boring. Yeah. Like, that is unnecessary. Uh, and we want something that's more fun, like Guardians of the Galaxy, and more colorful. And they give it to you with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And, you know, we want something that is more gritty and, uh, you know, just has some swag to it. Okay, cool. We'll give you Black Panther. And we're going to put um, Michael B. Jordan in it and have a dope soundtrack. Oh, my God. That, I'm more excited for Black Panther, actually, than Avengers. The, the crazy thing about it is they have enough money to do anything post-production now. That we're, like, what's the tone? What's the most attractive tone to do for movie? What's everybody wanting these days? And yeah. then they just run that into post, and yeah. then that's. How I mean, they, they listen. They listen to their audience, and they put it in action. And you know that's yep. something that 
I, I don't think any other studio entity would. Well, we know wanna, WB doesn't do that. Yeah, exactly. No, no other huge giant um, entertainment companies doing that. Like to, they are. And and uh, I know I brought up WB, but I want to. I, too, I want to. I want to give you all the opportunity to try and figure to try and guess what happened with the trailer and its views. Um, the Avengers trailer now, uh, as you're listening to this, it's been out for under a week, but in 24 hours on YouTube, it eclipsed more views than the Justice League trailer, which has been out for several months. So my question is, by how many views? did the Avengers Infinity War trailer beat the DC Justice League by? I'm going to say 10 million. 10 million. I'll say 200 million. <laughs> 200 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Justice League trailer at the time of the record for Avengers <laughs> Infinity War I'd still crack it up had 42 million views 42 million that's a lot yeah the <laughs> avengers infinity war trailer after 24 hours had 238 oh my god, god. Yeah, you're close you're close <laughs> holy fuck guys yeah, I'm you were almost this podcast, so I'm exact that i was like what did you just fucking <laughs> look up Brad? into trailer projections moving forward yep. did, did short round text you they yeah short round my pocket <laughs> right now doing the numbers but, but too it's bad like uh, this trick. is the price is right rules so you went over oh, yeah damn. and uh brian wins brian wins <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> With the safe bet of 10 million. But that is ridiculous that two-thirds of the United States population watched this trailer yeah. in yeah, 24 hours. Trailer. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, just to talk through some things that I'm just juiced for, uh, T'Challa telling someone to get Captain America a shield is, mm. I think, going to be my favorite moment of the movie because... Bearded Captain. Oh, Bearded Cap. Uh the fact that uh, Bucky has a brand new arm that has like some gold in it and no, you know, Russian shit on it. Right. Um, the Spidey sense is the most ingenious way to portray a Spidey sense on film. Yeah. The because I don't need like the cartoons would always like turn the screen black and shit would flash, and then uh, Tobey Maguire's was this cheesy slow motion <laughs> like uh, hyper focused camera, and it was the same thing with Andrew Garfield where again it was like hyper-focused 360 view i don't need yeah, yeah. We, i understand what went on because i'm not an idiot thank you marvel yeah. for treating me as like i can understand it looks, movies. Uh, looks really cool oh too. Yeah. iron spider the cool thing about it too is like i mean i've had my complaints about this series for a long time what you have yeah i mean listen <laughs> yeah but i mean the, what, what's cool about it is looking back on everything that's happened up to this point you can tell that they've done it right I mean, there is not a single character in this entire series that doesn't stand out and you go like, uh, I don't know if they actually fit into this thing. Every single person has this like tone and brings like a specific feel to the thing and gels with this entire mold of where they brought it to now, which is pretty fucking incredible for how much money they've dumped into this thing. I mean, yeah. think about how much they've dumped in from the beginning of Iron Man. I mean, well, that's not Disney necessarily, but I mean, like... It was. It, was it? Yeah, Disney had bought Marvel before Iron Man. Okay, I mean, just like... So then, from that to now, that is so much money. I mean, yeah, we've... Ten never, years in the making. We've yeah. never seen anything like this that takes uh, 18 different films 
and 10 years of filmmaking and caps it off with something like this. Yeah, and yeah. picks good directors too. I mean, for the we've had complaints too. Joss Whedon, I think, is kind of, you know, not done his best with this franchise. But for I mean, the Avengers, most part, yeah, Age of Ultron, at least. Yeah, we, we you need to listen to that episode. A little from lazy, season right. two, a little lazy. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like the fact that they are getting these guys too. I mean, they got what's his face for Thor, the original Thor, um, uh, the Shakespearean guy. Oh, from oh. Wild Wild West, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, directed that. Like you're just looking at these things. It's like, how the hell do you guys have this pull? I mean, the Russo brothers. Yeah, uh, right there are the helms right now. They took over for Whedon. Um, because they just knocked Winter Soldier out the park, and Marvel was like, okay, we can just give you the tease now. Yeah. Um, and I just think I love the fact that you can watch each movie, especially now after we got past like the uh, initial like four or five, where everything has its own tone, its own color, its own feel, its own soundtrack, and it feels like I'm not watching a sequel. I'm just watching a collect- like a filmography, like a, a collection of films. Yeah. Like how they used to make like old westerns that would all be like tied in together, but they weren't sequels or true. And so like my dad would have bot sets of like VHSs of all these westerns <laughs> that were kind of like the same, like, but they were all different stories. That's how I feel like I'll show my kids one day all the illegally downloaded copies of all these movies <laughs> and be like, you don't understand. Yeah. Well, I think some of the, um, some of some of the people that get overlooked in this is the the casting agents because i mean every character that you think of you know i think maybe don Cheadle is probably the only one where yeah, yeah. i'm like really i i kind of have a hard time uh overcoming you know that character uh but i but i really like terrence howard who yeah. they originally cast yep. i thought he was great um but yeah other than him yeah every i think everyone is like perfectly casted not even just done okay or well but like they hit every single character out of the park and continue to do so yeah like it's crazy i mean i feel like at the end of this i think one of the best actors to come from this entire series you know is chadwick boseman like the dude what from i've seen like once he debuted in civil war he had had other great roles he got to play jackie robinson but that movie 42 is criminally underseen but the fact that they gave him this pedestal to showcase what he is now the roles that he gets and the role and the the movies he's in and going to be in it's just fantastic yeah and i mean like you're you're saying i mean every single person is good in it Every single I mean, it, person yeah. is... The, the, whoever the casting agent is for Black Panther, the next Marvel movie that's coming out, just should win an award. I don't know if they give casting agents awards, <laughs> but should they win should. an award. Because that fucking cast from top to bottom is it, just amazing. On that note, too, so like I saw the trailer, and bringing it back to the, the trailer... It, what does he have? Because I've never watched, like I've never read any Black Panther Who? thing. Is that like a, a tribe of people that are yeah, running that's, behind that's him? The, what, he's the king Wakandans. of Wakanda. Okay, okay. So they just follow him that's everywhere. Army, yeah. Okay, and he just commands that army. So does Wakanda, he the, Wakanda the king is now. a hidden African city. Okay. And, and they they're built on top of a mountain that where all the vibranium in the world is. Okay. So people think they're just a third world country, but they actually like pretend to be third world where they're super super technologically advanced and have a shit ton of money because they control all the vibranium which okay. is like the right. world's scarcest metal 
Okay, and any superpowers with him, or is no? He, he just, just has well, he just has the indestructible like Bruce Wayne suit. kind of suit. Yeah, yeah okay. he has a vibranium suit, which okay. is basically cap shield, but all over his body. Okay. But I mean, he can like he you know can run super fast and like super strong and can jump. Is that attributed That's to the suit? Attributed to the suit. Okay. Okay. So yeah. kind of like an Ant Man then. Uh, a look. I mean, yeah, kind of. But there's also more uh, so like Iron Man. If you just did, without yeah. If you get the comments, yeah, he's basically yeah, I kind of Iron Man. But if you get into the comments too, there is like a spirit of the black, all this kind of stuff that gives him like this sense. But I mean, one, it's just it, he's gonna be showcased, and they're gonna be showcased with Kanye so much in this movie after Black Panther that I am so excited to see what that tie. The, the last tie, yeah. the very last tie in before Infinity War is going to be this movie. And the fact that what you don't like what uh, I've when I watched that trailer back, there's the fucking Hulkbuster in the middle of just aliens fighting as Falcon is just shooting people. Like the fact that um, if you're talking about character arts, the fact that Bucky and Cap are fighting alongside Black yeah. Panther when Black yeah. Panther was trying to kill Bucky in yep. Civil War. I mean, it, it it's it's come back to a point where I I'm interested in this. I think it was very, very fluffy for a while. And it was like, okay, no one's expendable. Even in age of Ultron, Quicksilver died. And it was like, didn't give a shit about this guy. I've seen him for 60 minutes, 120 minutes or whatever. Now I don't give a shit that he died in this one movie or whatever, but it's come back to the point where it's like, okay, now there's conflict. This is cool. This is cool to watch between these people. If there's any scene that just sums up how, like terrible this movie's gonna be for the Avengers is just the one punch Tony gets hit with oh, by yeah. Thanos that just it doesn't send him back it just sends him straight into the ground yeah yep like Tony's probably dead like he's probably dead and Brolin as Thanos too like I mean that whole look like the, how they've done it too I think he looks even better without the crown looking thing that he has it's on his head crazy that you can look at the cgi and every the details in that and then you go to a movie like justice league and they couldn't get a dude's mustache off <laughs> like <laughs> you mean human shrek and this is in the trailer so you know that the cgi is just going to be improved in post yeah. by the time that it's released he's going to look even better which is the craziest thing that he looks this good in a trailer and the first trailer because I did love all the memes oh. that uh, that guy dropped. My, oh, yeah. My favorite was uh, if you want to see Thanos hit Tony Stark with a troll, uh, stone troll stunner and stop a mud hole in the Avengers, give me a hell yeah, because he's bald and kind of looks like stone mm. cold. Yeah. 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 Classic. I think it's a good point. Yeah. I think this is a good put place to uh, take a break, though. We will come yeah. back with we a few have, good uh, things. Well, not a, a very good thing, but we're going to be talking about who has been most recently accused of a history of sexual uh, misconduct and assault and allegations. And the trend that's kind of happening. Yeah, that's continue. I feel like when we talked our about projections. this last month, we should have <laughs> fucking been done with it, but apparently not. Yeah, our pop-not uh, soda projections for 2018. Oh, yeah, who's going down yeah, next? And uh, we're going to talk about what may be the best ever movie based off a book, based off a movie. Yeah, and the worst movie that we've ever seen in our lives. That too. Yep. So stick around and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, hope you enjoyed that break. Uh, for you all, it may have seemed like just a few seconds. Uh, but here, because I'm with Brett and Brian, it was a few days. <laughs> uh, but the next, the next subject uh, that we we have to cover, I think it's very important to cover, um, is, I don't want to call it the trend, but more so uh, the fact that we are as... 
uh, a society not going to accept a bunch of bullshit um, as as long as it comes to sexual assaults and misconduct and harassment um, in the workplace, specifically in entertainment. Um, and I know that a couple weeks ago we did cover everything we had missed while we were on break, which was Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, Stein, Louis C.K., Louis C.K., uh, just to name a few of the uh, large names that had been um, reported to have, you know, had sexual misconduct and harassment and assault. Uh, but this one came, I think, out of nowhere. I don't know how you all felt about it. Yeah, at least from an outsider's perspective, I would say so, for sure. I mean, when you're scoping the landscape, yeah, you don't expect this one. And I think the fact that there was, uh, when this situation happened, there was no, oh, a, a, someone comes out and is, you know, alleging so-and-so, and then there's an investigation. It's, it started with the, this person's been let go because of previous actions. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, allegations came out. He was guilty of allegations, and rather than going anywhere beyond that, they fired him. Yeah, I think that's probably why I was so surprising is because I think in all other circumstances, it's been like, okay, here's the report. And then it's the typical PR. Oh, we have received information. We're going to do our investigation, blah, blah. I was just like, oh, no, he's on the chopping block. He's gone. Yeah. Now, which which makes me wonder now. We're talking about Matt Lauer, yeah. by the way. Matt NBC's Lauer. NBC's uh, Today Show poster boy. He was yeah. their fucking poster boy. Yeah. Where in the world is Matt Lauer? He well, he should be in jail. Well, he's um, getting paid a lot of money still. Yeah, I mean, he's getting paid a lot of money still. But yeah, he. God bless America, you know. Yep, I think thirty million. Is that really how yeah. much? Wow. Yeah, I think thirty. Well, million. I should say, God bless being a white male in America. <laughs> yes. Hey, and I guess you know, thirty million isn't too much to pay to have a uh, sexual predator leave. Like, you know, there's worse payments you can. Give. Well, same yeah. with Roger uh, Ailes. When he fucking left, he left with like a hundreds of millions of dollars. Of yeah. Yep, a ton of money. Uh, Which begs the question now, like why don't they have anything in the contract? Because they probably negotiated out. But to be fair, when he signed that contract, nobody was like, oh, we should put a sexual assault claim in your contract. But that just Lauer. seems like, I mean, uh, like... It would be common sense. Like, it's common sense yeah. these days. Like, I, I, any employment thing I go through, it's like an employee handbook is almost like, it's like, a, it's just cookie-cutter default. I'm just, they negotiate for and a, if I get terminated, I get to leave with this no matter what. Regardless of, yeah. you know, factors of termination. They probably negotiate for it. Right. That's ridiculous. Like, if it's not a crime, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which, I mean... Which technically it is, but I mean, yeah. So you know, it's like pressing the, the interesting it. thing is, when I first heard the news story break, uh, I was uh, on my way to work. I was listening to the radio. They and the, you know there was a, a morning show. They were talking about it, and the, the two gentlemen who were the uh, two of the hosts, they were talking about how this was such a quick turnaround. They wonder what the allegation could have been, and they were a little worried that they were just hoping that due process that they had actually investigated and researched the claim, and that. Just because someone can be accused of something would, you know, force them to lose their job, and part of me was like, uh, no, like don't try and make people who are accused of sexual assault the victim of the situation. 
Right. But two, it then came out that Variety has been investigating Matt Lauer and working on a dossier-style report for months. Oh, I didn't know that. And that was going to drop on Wednesday. So NBC, when they got wind of it, then reached out to what uh, is um, kind of the crutz of all of these allegations, which is the official um, complaint that they've referenced when they let him go. That comes from the 2014 Winter Olympics and uh, inappropriate actions with a female staff member. So that's what they said was uh, reported to them on Monday night. By Tuesday, they had confirmed the allegations, and then they had strong, uh, they had strong information to believe that this was not the first time. AKA somebody from Variety was like, "Oh yeah, uh, we're about to drop a bombshell on Matt's life," and so they fired him on Wednesday. And Good riddance. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, fuck him. He is a piece of shit. He yeah, looks like absolutely. a creep. Yeah, he I mean, does. he's a mousy-looking motherfucking piece of shit. So, I mean, who cares if you ever see yeah, him and on... Yeah, you, and if you want to think, like, you you may feel a little bad for Matt Lauer, <laughs> go to YouTube. Please type in Matt Lauer's creepiest moments, and it will just show you legitimately how utterly disgusting he is. Mind you, too, his reports fucking suck. Yeah. Like, he's not good at doing what he does. So, I mean, like, I've never... I don't know anybody in the world that's been like, yeah, I watched Today Show because of Matt Lauer. Like, no one that I know ever has said anything yeah, about, like... Right, yeah, he's I've, just been there. He's yeah. been there, and he right. carries a name or whatever, but fuck him. Matt Lauer is definitely the Rudy Giuliani of NBC, where, I mean, the fact that a lot of people were like, oh, my God, Rudy's so amazing, yeah. just because he was the mayor of New York when September 11th happened. Matt Lauer is so amazing because he was the on-air anchor during the September 11th attack. So that's why people, I think, they still have those graduation goggles where there was a, there was this traumatic crisis and event, and uh, he was navigating people through it. So they give him way too much credit than he deserves. And let's not forget as well, he also reported on the Sharknados traveling through oh New York God. City and giving uh, you know, Ian's ring uh, lots of <laughs> vital information. I want, I want to see that. Now, that would be the best thing in the next like week or so is the Sharknado PR team just basically goes, after the allegations, we have removed Matt Lauer from the scene. <laughs> We've replaced him with with a shark or with a whale. Because Al Roker is in the movie, too. But, I mean, Matt would cut to Al. We've replaced him with a whale. Actually, that's Al Roker. Um, (laughs) Never mind. It would be funny if there was just a dolphin. They just superimposed (laughs) a dolphin over Matt Lauer. Or the dumbest thing like it. Yeah, Yeah. something so stupid. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, there's even a clip from uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen in which he's interviewing Titty Kirk in 2012. And he asked Katie, what's the most annoying thing Matt Lauer would do on set? Don't mess with Katie. And she kind of thought for a second. And to her credit, with a smile on her face, but you can tell this bud the shit out of her, is that he would, she said that he would not stop pinching her ass. And the crowd laughs, ha ha ha. That's friendly. And now you hear about a secret button he had under his desk in which he could lock his door without getting up so that he could trap female staff members in it and nobody would know. Like that's yeah, like soup. that's like a so horror movie. Creepy, like yeah. that is like borderline horror movie. Like I see that happen in a horror movie where there's like a red button and then everything gets locked down. Do we find, it's, how does it's that like request soft. get processed? <laughs> like how do you put in a I need a secret button to close a door and lock it? 
He does that shit himself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's soft. Like that's solid like, level kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't yeah. trust that Matt Lauer is smart enough to wire a secret button under his Oh, no, desk. but he can just, you know, go on fucking uh, Angie'sList.com and find, like, <laughs> a contractor that'll come if in If you're in the secret button industry, what are you doing? Come on. Like, can you let us <laughs> <Somebody> know? <laughs> like, I get You're it. putting two you, kids through college. You've, you've, gotta, you've gotta got to make a living. you do your day so, job, you know? You've got to make a living. So, you know what? Install the button, but then just, just let people know, like, hey- I've installed a button in Matt Lauer's desk. That's how that interrogation's yeah. going down now. Is like, hey, Matt Lauer, where's the button guy? Where's yeah. the button guy? Because we need to get all these celebrities now. Where's the button guy? You know, most of the business is through referrals. It's, it's a button very, plot book. Yeah, it's a very close well, circle. It's like, you know, in like every like movie when like the uh, the madam of the brothel gets busted, but she's got the black book ledger of like all the politicians and, you know, clergymen and that, that are clients. Yeah, the bun guy probably has the same <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he does, man. Oh, for sure. It's in his Ford pickup truck in oh. the glove box. Just so, it's like, Chevy, it's, it's okay. going to be an it's episode of Cops that you see in about a week from now. Yeah. He's actually uh, <laughs> on the Forbes list, number nine richest men in America right now. <laughs> it is the button guy. Uh, because he, yeah, he has sold his information to TMZ uh, in light of all of these oh, allegations. Man. Well, button guy, if you're out there, uh, if you want to come in and do an interview, we'll hear your side of the story. Yeah, and don't bring in any equipment. <laughs> yeah. You can contact, contact us at uh, popnotsoda at com. Dan Pros, backslash Dan. At pop underscore not soda. Um, real quick, uh, one thing I want to jump into until uh, before we, we talk about the movie based on a book based on a movie is the fact that there's another celebrity that's in legal trouble. Uh, John Cena. What? What? Is... Dan's dropping. Dan slided in something that we <laughs> yeah. didn't go about over pre episode. So now uh, this is surprising us. This oh, is going to uh, be an improvised. John Cena is being sued for what? For five hundred thousand dollars and by the Ford Corporation for selling a limited edition car uh, too early. What? <laughs> too early? Like so, he received like a supercar from Ford, okay. and one of the things about receiving the car was you are not allowed to sell it. Because we're using you as, you know, advertisement, like part of the deal of you doing Oh, it's this like car. one of those Call of Duty cars or something no, like that. No, it was a fucking Ford, like, Super GT, like, legitimate, like, luxury sports car. Okay. Yeah. But, like, he's going to drive it around, get the people branding. talking about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, there was a limited number made, so, and he was supposed to hold on to it for, like, two years. Well, he apparently flipped it and sold it. And so Ford is like, well, we want our five hundred thousand dollars back because you stole our it's car. Five hundred thousand dollar Ford yeah. truck. It's not a truck. It's a it's a sports car. It's okay. A yeah, the GT. Yeah, it looks like a race car. And uh, he, so this is why I wanted to bring this up: is who has more money, this Bun guy or John Cena, who said he had to sell a car to pay bills? Well, John Cena's living partly in PB, so I know how expensive <laughs> rent is in PB uh, these days. So I'd be flipping anything I possibly could if I'm. So still you're saying the PB. button guy? The button guy's the button guy. Oh, a button guy is sure. raking in the dough. Button guy still isn't known by his uh, his first name. True. So I mean, button guy is living okay. in anonymity. Those are the donors that you know have the most yeah. money. So anonymity is uh, and where I, the rich. And, uh, I also want to say, Ford, if you would like us to have a supercar, we won't sell it. We'll yeah. drive the shit out of it. No, yes. we'll take John Cena's. Yeah. Just yes. tell us where it's at. Exactly. Right. We'll get it back. <laughs> uh, but that's a little bit breaking news for you. Well, if, uh, if you got... Okay, now we're going to diverge 
now before we okay. go into this worst movie. But if you got given one thing from one company, what would it be? Like, if, what would if I you want wanted, it to be? Yeah, if you wanted like one thing from one specific company, oh, but it fuck. could be branded however I'd, they wanted I'd wanna, to do it. I'd want a Tesla Roadster. Okay. But like, what, I'm going back to the car. I want a Tesla Roadster. And even if it was like wrapped in like Barbie Don't do it. It's a Tesla Roadster. Okay. Man, that's a tough question. Um, gold from a bank? Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be my answer? Brian's always a practical one here that's just like, how do I get the fuck away from you two as fast as possible? It's gold from a bank, and I never have to see you two again, ever. <laughs> what will immediately improve my quality of life? And change the situation where I never yeah. have to put up with the people that I deal with now. One Bitcoin. <laughs> Brett, what about you? I think I'd like to get a... You know what? I would love to get a... What you're going with the Tesla route, I would love to get a Lamborghini with Maserati logos on it. Oh, you need to pit the logos? I have to have Barbies, but you have Maserati? Yeah. No, I don't know. Just to like mess with the branding or something like that. No, that, that would be, be like funny. a Ferrari with a uh, Suzuki. <laughs> That's true. Symbol, you know? Geo. Yeah. Think, I Geo. think you have to get a Lamborghini, but Zat Snyder's face is painted on it. Oh, that would oh. be... I don't know if yes. i take that. I actually yes. don't know if I would take that. John Cena, tell me who you flip cars <laughs> to, brother. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, if you haven't figured out by now what we're about to talk about, um, there is a movie. It is known as the worst movie ever made. The best worst actually, movie. Actually, yes. Yeah, the, the best, best worst, worst movie. movie ever made. This film it was not a comedy when it was made. But is now watched like one of the most outrageous comedies. It is only 15, 15 years old. Yeah, yep. 2001, I think, or 2002. Um, yeah, it looks like it was made in 1968. And there was then a book written about it. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. Called The... The Disaster Artist. Which James Franco... Franco. James Franco. James Franco. Al Franco. James, <laughs> James Franco decided to read... And then decided that he was going to make a movie based off the disaster artist without ever seeing the film that the book is based off of, which is called The Room. The Room. Which, Brian, Dan, you've seen an entire. I've seen the entire film. Yeah. And, Brian, you've seen the best of. I've seen the highlight reel. The best of, the worst of, the worst of, the best of. Oh, hi, doggy. Yes. Yeah. How would you say that? Is it the best of, the worst of? customer. Um, or the worst of the best. Though. Yeah, so I think it's basically the movie just without the sex scenes. Oh, okay. which, um, <laughs> apparently there's those are the worst or the best. Well, you know, depends on who you ask. <laughs> Subjective, right? Uh, but those are. Uh, so yeah, the the track that I saw was like about 15 minutes and has has some just some real juicy scenes in it. Oh, let's let's talk about why this movie is so bad. Yeah, so this movie. Funded for six million dollars. That well, yeah, not yeah, because uh, apparently well, that, Tommy, right? Tommy, uh, why so? Why so? If that's even his real name, <laughs> or his real name, who is an enigma yeah. in itself. He in decided itself. to fund this movie completely on his own. Yeah. So if you if you if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the room. 
It was founded yeah. by this guy Tommy Wiseau, who is like an enigma the in the Hollywood. Yeah, he's the he's director, the writer, the writer, the producer, the main star, the final cut, everything. He, he bought all the equipment, which I, he bought the equipment. Didn't rent it, which yeah. studios do. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's he, rule number one. Yeah, you don't buy the fucking equipment if you're just going to use it Shit once. Changes in like six months. <laughs> do not buy this. <laughs> he he shot everything on like a green screen. Yes, everything on the top of the building. I mean yeah. because. You're in L.A. Location scouting is very difficult to do in the most populated city in the world, uh, right? Right. But <laughs> I think the best part about the movie is that they built sets for things that they could have just used. That like they could have just gone to. Yes. Like a, a set for like a parking lot uh, or that was like, you know, had an alleyway in it. And they're in the studio looking outside to a fucking parking lot with an alleyway saying, well, why couldn't we just shoot out there? Uh, the response is, well, it's fucking Hollywood. Yep. We're going to build a goddamn real Hollywood movie. Yeah. And that's the whole money to blow son. And that is the whole premise behind this movie is the fact that the production of the best worst movie ever was the most confusing thing to everybody that had anything to do with this Dude, except for Tommy when Wiseau. you watch the room the one thing that gets me the most is how much of the audio is dubbed yeah it's like so it, bad. they went through like Tommy went through after and like changed some lines and stuff so sometimes it doesn't even add oh up. it doesn't sync and that's why they have to cut away where you don't see someone speaking and you just hear the 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 rushed dialogue yeah i mean what when you think about it like i think we've all done this back in the day if you were ever into movies or something you made a movie like this in like junior high or high school yeah you grabbed your parents video camera and then you made this imagine having money and being in la and being able to do that my verizon wireless commercial i made for my spanish class that was all in spanish is better than the room it's better production like imagine you going in like going like okay i'm gonna write a movie and then i'm gonna rewrite everything that i see after i've seen it on on camera which happened during the production and everything like that it's like the the fascinating thing about this the entire thing is the story behind the movie is more interesting than the movie itself. Yeah. And I think that that's what everybody will say about this thing is that's why you need to watch this. Is uh, it has nothing to do with the movie. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's everything that led up to why this thing actually came out. I'll tell you this. Right. Uh, I've seen The Room. Still don't know what it's about. I have no idea. I, I just don't. I, if you could tell me the plot, <laughs> and I would be like, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, just a I, bunch like, of characters that interact. Like, I don't know if it's like a drama. I don't know if it's like a crime. Like, like I, I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Yeah, and that's. I mean, when you think about it, like I, we were talking about it. We watched that clip earlier, but he's on Jimmy Kimmel now. I mean, the fact that this movie is like the best worst movie of all time now. It is becoming this cult phenomenon, and it, I mean, has, yeah, been. it has like been. it's it's yeah. selling out theaters and stuff. And you're going like, dude, that's crazy. That that's you know the the turn of <laughs> how the market works. Yeah, and and I mean, I think James Franco and Seth Rogen are going to kill this thing because one, Franco just lets who did write this and direct it <laughs> and star in it, right? Which is so fitting. He look, he just it looks like he's mastered Tommy. 
I think that's the most meta part about this whole thing is that James Franco is doing this movie about Tommy, but like they're, they're the same person. Yeah. Right. They both wrote and are directing the movie and it's about the same movie. The same. It's, it's like one eighty on itself. It's it's yeah, like, it's just like looking on top of itself, you know? Yeah. Um, and then apparently I was reading that they pretty much filmed the entire movie shot for shot at a certain point. So Franco's sitting on like 40 minutes oh, no, of shot for shot Oh of God. the room and he's like i don't i don't really know what i'm gonna do with this he's like because i want to respect tommy and i don't really want to like release yeah. this and you know have you know people want to watch this over like the, the original actual, okay. yeah you sell them together that's what you do yeah yeah when the when the room comes out on dvd or the disaster artist comes or out the, or yeah, sorry, the, the room. yeah sorry the disaster artist you. you include the room and then james franco's cut of the room yeah um, I do think, and then it, that comes on the DVD of the room, though. Yeah, it doesn't come on the Not disaster. disaster artist. Artist. Yeah, yeah. So. I do think it's funny uh, that he also like the cast is very much kind of out of the same way Tommy had a cast, <laughs> yeah. where like the whole crutz of like the disaster artist has to do with Tommy's friend, um, who they wanted to be in movies together. They were struggling actors, and so who is playing Tommy's friend in the disaster artist? But his brother, his brother Dave Franco, yeah, yeah. which is fan- and like and so, yeah, it's just it's fantastic. By the way, just so you know, Tommy has filmed another movie. Oh, with his really? friend is his name really Mark? I don't remember. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, with Mark. Yeah, they're in another movie together, and it's coming out uh, this year. The crazy or next thing, year. the crazy thing to me about this entire thing is like, I mean, like the the one thing the one thing that i've heard the entire time and i'm going to see that thing i th- i hope we go yeah, out we like field trip we go out and we see this together the one thing that i've heard the entire time is inspirational everybody yeah. says inspirational 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 and when you think about it like this is a guy that regardless if this is good bad or whatever he did what he wanted to do he did what he wanted to do from the beginning to the end of that and probably faced the worst criticism anybody has ever faced for a long time, just going like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And the fact that time has passed now, and then could you ever imagine Tommy Wiseau was like, you know what, one day, shut up, James Franco is going to play me in a movie about my movie. Like that, that is like beyond levels of success. And then the fact that the worst movie has reached that level of success now is just mind blowing. And that's just a sign of like the times. Yeah. It's, it's just a really interesting, uh, just whole situation. Yeah. But I, I don't entirely know if, if he's really in on the joke though. Like I still think he's serious. Yeah. Like at, at, there's there's something in the back of his head where he's like, no, people actually like this movie. Yeah. Like, this isn't, the the show's not selling out because people are there to make fun of it. They actually think it's a good movie. Yeah, he is committed to the fact that this is the best motion picture that he's ever that anyone has ever seen in his life. So it is no Banksy like Mr. Brainwash kind of thing where right. this is a joked entity. Yeah. This is one hundred percent a guy that's like, No, I put out the best movie. People go and no, that's the worst movie and people go, All right, we've got to talk about this now and that's created a dialogue that has gone for I mean we're tw- talking almost about 20 it. years now uh, and I think what we should also talk about 
is not the best worst movie, but the worst worst movie. <laughs> so, gentlemen uh, and listeners, if you want to tweet us, send us your worst worst movie you've ever seen. The only qualifications is you have to have seen the entire movie from yep. beginning to end. You may not have gone up and walked out halfway through. That does not count. Um, and it has to have permanently scarred you. Yep. So, Brad, I'm looking at you. Worst, worst movie? Worst, worst movie. Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered. Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, I don't, I've never seen that. Oh, my gosh. Worst, worst movie I've ever seen. I mean, um, Tom Green was a very particular taste of like comedy he was but i mean he he was he was pop culture for you yeah. know a hot minute you know yeah, everybody knew about him yep and that was uh to me that was like tom green trying to still pick his career back up it was after the first couple of years that he had already done the tom green kind of thing and it was yeah. like okay i'm done with tom green kind of stuff yeah like tom yeah. tom green gets like a, a less methy andy ditch for me that's a very very well yeah, that that is an accurate right. depiction. Well, because he never crossed that line into just complete acting. desolate yeah. piece of shit. Like he still it's knew. You know why? It's because he's Canadian. Yeah, because yeah. he never yeah. did meth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He did lose meth. a testicle. <laughs> or acting. Yeah, 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 meth or acting. But okay. yeah, Freddie got fingered. Worst right. movie I've uh, ever I'll go. seen. I'll go. Uh, the worst, worst movie I've ever seen is actually very recent. Cast is great. Stars. Uh, uh, Academy Award nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are always good to bundle up into a, a yeah. film. Um, produced uh, by Fox, Fox Searchlight, you know, twenty or whatever. Uh, and that would be, uh, I think it was 2015's Fantastic Four. Ooh, worst movie. It is the worst fucking movie I have ever seen. If you want to talk about the fact that there's no plot in the room, there was supposed to be a plot here. And they just fucked up. It's so bad that the director of the movie said, fuck this movie. This is not a good movie. Yeah. Apparently his cut is actually quite good. Yeah. We'll never see it. And we'll never see it. And because we'll never see it. This is a terrible fucking... Legitimately, we stood up at one point and we're like, do we watch out? Like, is is this what we do? And we were the only people in the theater on opening day. And we're like, no, we have to stay. Dan, Dan said... No, I have to stay here. I have to see it to the end so that I can talk about this being the yeah. worst movie on some. Point I was of like the this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. If I've if I've already sat through this, I'm gonna sit through all of it. God damn it! And uh, when something says it's seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, how about you? So I've probably seen worse movies. To be quite honest, um, you know, this movie. I actually talked about it on this podcast. Uh, I think it. I actually might have been my very first official movie review oh oh my god uh and you know production was good acting was good some people actually like this movie yeah i'm looking i I looked it up on uh, imdb 7.5 on imdb yeah which is weird and fuck imdb yeah also a recent movie 2014 um this is award nominee is he not yeah i'm pretty sure he is probably from training day at least oh yeah he's a good actor ethan hawk uh, it's predestination. Oh God, he's got <laughs> to have been nominated at some point. Like, I'm sure he, he was has. in Gattaca. Yeah, um, and it's and it's due to the story and the ending and just how fucking stupid. Like I I I just feel like 
at s- somewhere along the line, somebody lost a bet and was like, no, we're really going to have the twist be that he's f- that he-, he fucks himself and makes himself like he's the reason he is alive. And it's like, that's cool. That's just going to work out. <laughs> just absurdity. I, I, I'm still ba- I'm still baffled that that is actually that like, that that have made it through so many checks along the way. Does that have any Christmas themes to it? Because that may need to be our holiday movie this year. No, 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 Damn no, it. no. Damn no. It. I tried, Brian. I I really tried. No, I never want to see that. I no, yeah, never. I I want that ninety minutes of my life back as as badly as possible see and i think that that is something a little different about the room then from what i've heard is the room is an enjoyable enjoyable experience yeah it is the best worst movie but you're still having a good well, time while you're watching you're the laughing room doesn't at the, upset you like it doesn't make you mad it just goes what well, you just sit there you're like what the fuck what is makes you mad on? is the amount of money that they pour towards a really shitty movie that's what frustrates me is when what? i see a lot of high bill actors in a really shitty production that isn't edited right, that's not yep. filmed right, squandered potential. Yep. Right. Or that's done. I mean, what I you would think would be considered well in terms of um, the money and resources that they're throwing at it. Like Justice League is now probably gonna at the end of the day lose money. Yeah. And you know probably like a significant amount, like fifty million. The bucks. most expensive movie made of all time, three hundred million dollars. Justice League. Three hundred million dollars. Zack Snyder for you. That is insane that they pour that much money. And it's funny that Brett says all this with a smile. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm licking my chops right now. I love this. Yeah. But you know, when done well, like you know, Avatar. I mean, that's gonna those next three or four movies he's gonna make is like a billion dollars. I hope they bomb. But I mean, they're 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 funded based off of Avatar one. Now you have you have Zack Snyder. We're God. Damn it, you guys pulled me into this <laughs> one more time. I hate this. I hate this. So I'm it has been a great episode yes. of Pop Up. So thank you for tuning in. Um, if you would like Appreciate to hear you. more Zat Snyder rants, please check out Brett's Twitter. He's at Nieces Pieces. Um, so, and, you know, if you miss us throughout the week, you can follow all of us on Twitter. Brian is at BO1619. I'm at Paper Champion DP. And you can follow our show account at pop underscore not soda. If you haven't already, head over to Facebook, like our Facebook page, backslash pop not soda official. Uh, and just like this episode, at least for a couple more weeks this year and for season three, we will be coming out with episodes every Monday, just like this one on popnotsoda.podme.com or on iTunes Podcasts. So Zack Snyder. Bye. Huh? Yep. Zack Snyder. I hate him. Best director. Is he the best worst director? <laughs>